0: Hello, this is Joe. <laughs> and I've got nothing to say. But it's okay? Just when I had... All right, so here's the deal. I, I'm just I'm not I'm not upstairs uh, at my profession with my professional gear. I'm not uh, totally hooked up like I uh, normally normally normally. Is there anything normal? I'm not hooked up like I normally would be for this thing because I don't feel like doing this thing, and I haven't felt like doing this thing for the past couple of weeks. I had an excuse. Uh, when was it? A week uh, over. Whenever I, it was uh, the Paul McCartney concert, it was one of the Sundays that I didn't do this because I thought, well, that's a good excuse, right? But also, after the last time I did this, I just said, fuck it. I just, I'm not enjoying this. And, and, and if I'm not enjoying this, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to force myself to do something that I don't want to do. I mean, what's the point of that, right? And even right now, the only reason I'm even doing this, I, I don't even intend this to really be a podcast episode, although it might be. I might just post it as like a two-minute episode. I I don't know. Uh, But mainly I I wanted to just capture this thought for myself, even if I don't post this, that if I don't like what I'm doing, if I don't want to do this, I'm not going to do it. And There's been enough times in my life, 54-plus years on the planet, I'm, I'm almost 55, almost eligible for that Denny's, senior citizen menu, I, there's been enough times when I've been forced, I say forced. Yeah, I guess, you know, when you're at a job or whatever, there's certain things in your life where you just, you have got to suck it up and just do something you really don't want to do, right? And so there's been enough times when I've done that. So I don't want this to be that. I don't want this podcast to be something that I'm forcing myself to do that I'm doing something that I don't want to do. And that's really the only point I want to make here. That's it. I'm not going to force myself to do something that I don't want to do. Uh, what's disappointing to me is that I got so excited about doing this initially, and then the excitement went away so fast. It was harder than I thought it would be. Um, I'm not giving up on it yet. Uh, Part of it was that it was harder than I thought it would be, but but that's not totally it. It's it's that I just wasn't enjoying the outcome. I wasn't enjoying the process of doing it, and I wasn't enjoying the result of it. And I'm not talking about the result, like how many people are listening, whatever. I don't. I'm not. I'm not paying attention to that. It's just just not enjoying it, you know. And so then I thought, okay, I'm going to retool it. I'm going to reboot, re whatever. There's some rewords, regurgitate. No, that's not it. Re reinvent. Reimagine, uh, so I thought maybe I'll, I'll, go, I'll, I'll go away from the whole idea of just improvising for an hour or a half hour, or however, however much however long I decide to do it. And um, I, I would actually have a topic. So I, I, I got a piece of paper and I did a mind map. Mind map. Uh, my f- number one first topic uh, to start with would be alcohol. Yay, as he says as he takes another drink of beer. I thought, why not? How about attack a topic that's so much easier than just, uh, and so much easier and hopefully more interesting than just babbling about nothing in particular. Stream of consciousness. I mean, it gets old. It's it's pressure for me, and then also it's like it's there's no story there. There's no we like to hear stories, right? We're interested when people tell stories beginning, middle, end, or at least there's some point to it, or or you feel like there's something coming, you want to keep listening, because you go, what's going to happen next? (laughs) But if it's just some guy, in this case me, just babbling on about nothing, then who wants to listen to that? There might be somebody, but, but, but that wasn't even a point. Okay, forgetting the audience for a while. Just getting back to me, because that's what it's all about. It's about me, right? Thinking back to me, it's I just was not interested in it. And I haven't felt compelled. I want to feel compelled. I want to feel driven to go and hit the microphone. I want to feel just like, oh my God, I can't wait to do this. And I wasn't feeling that. I'm still not feeling that. Like I said, the only reason I turned this microphone on now is because I got the, the lower quadio, quadio, the lower quality audio going because I'm just talking into the built-in microphone in my iPhone, not using my, um, the professional setup that I have upstairs, just because I I felt like capturing this, this idea that I'm not going to do this because I feel obligated to, or because I set a goal for myself. And, And that might seem like some kind of loser mentality, loser mentality, but, you know, um... I've really settled into this place in my life. As much as I kind of uh, don't like that phrase when somebody says, oh, I'm at a good place in my life. I found a good place. Mm. But I have. I found a good state of mind in a in a way of being where I'm, I'm a responsible human being, I say as I grab for another drink of beer. But I'm, I'm a responsible human being in that I have a, a job that I enjoy, that I do well, that people acknowledge, people that I work for acknowledge that they like what I do. In fact, I don't want to get into too many details here for uh, sensitivity reasons. Let's call them security reasons. But, uh, but recently I, I got a, a phone call a few days ago from somebody who was my boss for a while. And then became my boss's boss. And now has moved, let's just say, to higher levels of the government. And I'll I'll just stop there. Other than to say it gave me this warm feeling, this warm fuzzy feeling, and also this kind of weird feeling that, wow, somebody who's just catapulting up the food chain is giving me a personal phone call to let me know, uh you know m- that she 's moving on to this new position and told me the, the what i that she really values valued since it 's what I did for her before she really valued what I did that what I do is a foundation for the work that helped her in her job and it just it it just felt good you know what we do, praise is nice. I, I, I enjoy my job without the praise, but come on, fuck it. <laughs> what am I going to say? Praise is nice, right? Well, of course it is. And I, 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 I'm not being a, um, totally selfish about this either, because I, I praise people every chance I get. I, I like the people I work with. I enjoy helping people, and I like when people help me, and it's, it's just a nice symbiotic thing that's going on, right? There was a point there somewhere. Okay, what was the point? talking about that I don't want. Oh yeah, this this place, this mindset I've gotten to my life where I, I just, I don't like doing things that, I'm, that I feel obligated to do. Except for my job. Because I'm obligated to do that. I'm obligated to pay the rent, to pay my bills. I have an obligation to uh, feed my children, to help my daughter go to college. But you know when I say that? I say it's an obligation, but obviously not, because not every parent does that. I'm <laughs> I am pulling punches on this one. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to pull the punches. I'm going to take the high road here and not get specific. Let's just say, you, you, you all know people. Either you know them directly or you've read about them. But chances are you know people. You know people. You know people, right? There are people who don't take care of their kids who don't feed their kids either emotionally or foodly. (laughs) Foodly! So I guess I should pat myself on the back for that. At least I'm doing that. Okay, so that's something I'm obligated to do, but I also enjoy doing it. I don't feel like it's a burden. I don't like to use the word sacrifice. I'm not sacrificing for my children. I enjoy being a dad. I enjoy that. I don't feel obligated. I don't feel like it's a sacrifice. And, well, again, I don't know. I can't think of other examples. Here, here's an example. Like, I, I was talking to somebody recently who was mentioning uh, about holidays. And it, it's not just this person. It's the, I would venture to guess the vast majority of people feel obligated during the holidays to spend time with their family. And they say it like it's a chore. Because it turns out to be it is. Just because you're family doesn't mean you like each other, right? And there's plenty of people that get together with their family. It's like, oh my god, it's a fucking burden. They don't look forward to the holidays because they go, ah, shit. I got together, get together with my family. Well, I'm not into that thing. I'm not into the obligatory getting together with people, whether it's family in the holidays or or going to a party or just anything like that. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna drag myself to some. Event because I feel obligated to do it, and part of that's selfish because I don't want to feel uh, put out or awkward. But but part of it is also I in 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 a strange way not going to someone's party I think is respecting them because I you know otherwise I'd be there under false pretenses. I'd go oh fuck I don't want to go to this fucking party and then I end up at this fucking party and then I'm miserable and you know it, it just what's the point, right? And I think I've earned that. I've gone to enough. Part, and I don't think I've earned. That. I know I have. I can do whatever. I can do what I want. I've done enough of those miserable fucking. I'm obligated to be here. Situations in my entire life that I, I think it's time. I, I, I don't. I think it's time that I don't have to do that. And it, and it's been that time for quite a while. That it's just it's just the way it is now. I don't. It's and it's a choice. When I want to do something, I'll do it. If I don't want to do something, I'm not going to do it. There's exceptions to every rule. So I don't, I'm not saying that there are no things. There are no things that I won't, shit double, triple negative. Yeah, there's going to be some things that I do that I don't want to do. But for the most part, it's, I'm, I'm over that. I'm not going to do, I'm not going to go, oh my God, what will fill in the blank think if I don't go to this fill-in-the-blank event, right? I'm not going to do that. I have earned that. That's a decision I've made. I've decided that I've earned that. And you know what? Just because I'm the one that's decided it, that makes it correct for me. And the same thing goes with my job. There are certain things, of course, that I'm obligated to do because I've signed up for the gig. But there are plenty of times when I I will respectfully decline a request to do something. Sometimes it's either because I don't feel it's the right thing to do, which is the best time to say no. And other times it's because, you know, there's just too much on my, on my plate. And I go, well, you know, I just I can't do that. And but for the most part, I, I will I will do I'll bend over backwards to do what people need me to do. And even in those situations when I say, well, I don't have time to do that, sometimes it's, well, can you reprioritize? Can I drop something else off my list? Can, you know, uh, 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 but, you know, it's just here, here getting back to the podcast. I'm looking down at the clock now. And I say I've been talking for 13 minutes and 28, 29, 30. I didn't even intend this to be that long. I was really just going to record this for myself and say, you know what, I'm um, I'm not going to do something I don't want to do. That was the point. I think I made that point early on. And I've, I'm making the point over and over again. If I'm going to continue to do this, it's going to be, because I am compelled to do it, I'm going to find a way. I'm not going to give up so easily. Because I, what I what I was disappointed in myself for is now I have repeated the pattern in my life of getting gung ho about something and then quitting. That that's nothing new. It just usually takes longer than three weeks. That that's the part that disappointed me. I thought, oh fuck, I get all excited about this. I I, I I'm going. To, you know, I've been putting this off for a long time. I've been wanting to do a podcast, and it's a whole idea of of producing what I consume because I listen to a lot of podcasts. So I thought, you know, the, it's the natural thing for me to do. It's like it's something that I enjoy consuming. I'm going to produce it, and then a few weeks into it, I'm struggling with it. I'm not just. I'm the concept isn't working. Whatever it was, I was trying to do. I've got nothing to say, but it's okay. Telling myself that, you know, it doesn't really I, – I don't need to please people. I don't need to have something to say. I don't need to change the world. I don't need to um, say something significant or important, right? So I tried that, and then I, I realized, well, you know, th- that's kind of limiting in, in the sense that if I'm just talking about nothing in particular and not trying to be inspirational or or funny or whatever – then <laughs> the outcome, the result of that was just not inspirational and not funny and not interesting. So, But the intent behind that is that I don't want to try. Like right now, I've been, feeling, I've been feeling pretty good over the last 15 minutes or so as I'm talking that I'm, I'm not really trying. Uh, I'm just being myself. And on the one hand, philosophically speaking, I go well. Yeah, you're always being yourself, right? You can't help that. Just by definition, I'm always being myself. Whether I'm being my uptight, puckered up asshole self, asshole, puckered ass, <laughs> whether I'm being my uptight self or my free thinking self, it's it's always being me. And like right now, I'm not being my drunk self yet because I've had uh, I haven't even finished my first beer yet, and I also had a a shot of Jaeger, but that's, you know, for my big old fat ass, that's not even close to getting me drunk. So this is not the alcohol talking yet. And I, I don't think I'll be uh, drinking enough or talking long enough for the alcohol to take effect. But even if it did, so what if the alcohol did take effect? That would be my real self too. It would just be my drunk real self. That's something I enjoy watching, uh, Drunk History on YouTube. Well, first it was on YouTube, and now it's uh, kind of—I don't know what network it's on. IFC, Bravo, Comedy Central—I don't know. But Drunk History—it's some funny shit. And these, guys, <laughs> so it, it, the point there is, it—it it can this can be whatever I want it to be. And right now, it's just me talking. And that's you know, and it, I set out to say that it was just me talking. About the fact that I don't want to do this, and ironically, I'm doing this because now that I've gone this long, I'm thinking, well, shit, I'm not just going to store this away for myself. I'm going to post it. Fuck the quality, fuck it. I, I was I was listening to uh, um, Mark Maron uh, WTF podcast, an episode with uh, Maria Bamford, and he and Maria did an interview in the car. So that's not obviously not his normal. Professional setting with uh, set up with his normal professional microphones. It was, is in the car. Well, maybe I don't know. Maybe he set up his professional microphones in the car. But you can tell. No, no matter what you set up in the car, there's going to be ambient noise, right? And it wasn't uh, unlistenable at all. It was very listenable. Um, even if not at the at, at the quality that he normally would record at. So who who cares? I was starting to get all wrapped up in the. Things like the bit rates and stuff like that, and, and yeah, part of it. My geeky side, my geeky side, is still going to pay attention to that. Um, but but the what I'm the point I'm making now, in case you're not hearing it, or in case I'm not making it clearly, is that it's not all about the audio quality. It's about the content, and part of the content is just me. It's me. It's me, whoever me is, whoever I is, whoever I am. And if that's interesting to anybody, then fine. But but what I was finding myself doing is uh, by trying so hard to not try, I, I wasn't really doing anything. But you know, even with that said, here, here's what I find interesting. Hmm. Hold on. You know, in the interest of not caring too much about the quality or the changes in quality. I just finished my first beer. I'm going to go walk into the kitchen and grab myself another one. I'm going to keep this thing going. There we go. Clink. So as my usual ritual is, or I shouldn't say usual ritual. I'm going put this down. Do you hear me? Can you hear me now? One of my uh, things I do, sometimes, I've been lately, I, I shifted from... I shifted to wine for a while. Uh, tonight I'm doing beer and Jaeger. I think I mentioned that earlier, right? So beer and Jaeger. Going back to the fridge for the Jaeger. Um, but what I was doing, in fact, I'm, I'm not going to make this is not going to be my alcohol episode. I'm not. I'm not looking at the mind map right now. Once I actually get around to it, once I feel like it, once I want to do it. I'm going to do the episode where I have the... uh, Oh, I was going into the cupboard for the shot glass. I've got my shot glass here that I got uh, during a road trip. This summer with autumn, one of the places we went was uh, in Arizona. To the Tucson studios where they've shot hundreds of westerns. One of which is uh, Three Amigos, but before that... Years before that, they did hundreds of, you know, the classic westerns. This shot glass I got, I wanted to get souvenirs on this trip, and so I did. Uh, the souvenirs I got on this trip weren't going to be closet stuffers or stuff that would just end up <laughs> gathering dust somewhere in a drawer. This is stuff that's useful. This one is a John Wayne shot glass. It says, Courage on one side, and I can't read the... Rest of it because I'm not wearing my glasses. Courage is being here we go. Courage is being scared to death, but saddling up anyway. There you go. I'll drink to that. Oh yeah, that's good. I don't know if you drink Jaeger. What I like about it is it's got a little bit of a kick to it, but it's a kind of a pussy drink as well because it's not like drinking whiskey. I'm sure if uh if you were the kind of guy like back in the day in the old western days like the John Wayne movies <laughs> probably, if somebody drank Jaeger they probably would have just been a, they probably somebody would have kicked their ass. get you pussy. They're drinking real whiskey. It doesn't matter. Seventy proof, not seventy yeah, seventy proof. It's enough for me. Gives a little kick, mixing the Jaeger and the beer. That's one of those things I was uh, thinking about. Uh, uh, I'll break the rule a, a little bit. Rules! Fuck the rules! I, one of the things, I was going to say my rule was I wasn't going to make this the alcohol episode, but what if it turns out to be that? So what? Twenty-two twenty-two. that was the uh, time on the timestamp. Um. But uh, I was going to say, you know what? As much as I, as much as I want to keep this thing rolling, I'm going to the bathroom right now, and I'm going to, I'm going to take a piss, but (laughs) even I have some limits, some boundaries, so while I'm taking a piss, uh, I want you to listen to, uh, let's see, what song should I play? I got a number of my songs queued up here, I don't know, which, this this one, I'm going to play a song while I'm going to the bathroom. Well, there you go just <laughs> perfect timing well actually i kind of kind of planned that because as i was wrapping up my urination which i just didn't I'm, I'm sharing with you vocally but i didn't really feel like sharing with you audioly. i know some of these aren't words i understand they're not words i don't give a fuck shakespeare invented words i'm gonna invent words Ah. Uh, Beer number two. So I've had two shots of Jaeger and a beer. Getting into the second beer, am I drunk yet? I don't know. And once again, it doesn't matter. <sighs> it just doesn't matter. Seriously, this is really funny. I um, I might have found the trick to this. I might have found the trick. Or I felt like talking, so I talked. I I, I was gonna do this consistently on a weekly basis every Sunday and part of me thought after a while I said no I don't want to I don't want my Sunday to be something that I'm you know where I'm obligated to do something I'm obligated to do stuff Monday through Friday that was my knuckles cracking did you hear that there we go probably hear that knuckle cracking is bad for you fuck you <laughs> okay okay Maybe the alcohol is kicking in. Maybe not. I don't know. Maybe it's just my um, normal self. I don't. You know. Okay. Have I said everything I wanted to say? It's twenty-five minutes now. I'm tempted. I'm tempted to keep this going because I'm because I'm here and because I feel like doing this. And that was really starting from square one here where I said, you know, the only reason I haven't been doing this consistently on a weekly basis was because I didn't want to. I didn't want to, right? I didn't want to. I don't need a better reason than that. I don't need to explain that to anybody, although I guess I'm explaining it now, but but it's pretty simple. You know what? If I don't want to do it, I'm not going to do it. Because I decided to do this in the first place, and I'm going to decide if I don't want to do it. So here's here's why I want to find, I want to find a way to keep doing this, I, and I want to find a way for this to evolve over the weeks, months, years. Is uh, uh, I don't know. Part of it's finding the right day to do it. I'm thinking a weekday is probably better because, hey, I've already worked anyway. I might as well just squeeze in a little bit more work. Because in a sense, even though this is something I've decided to do, in a sense, it's work. Right? Because it's something that, um, because, because I'm producing it. I'm creating it. Okay, so it's work, kind of i'm i 'm really leaning against doing this on a weekend because I would really like to go the traditional route and have my weekends be something where i 'm not doing something uh, that I feel like I have to do so there 's that okay so when i when I think about how and if I will continue doing a podcast um Part of it's, what day of the week do I record this on? Am I going to consider what day of the week people are going to (coughs) want to... I could have turned the audio off, but you know what? I just don't want to. I just don't want to. Okay. So part of it is um, the day of the week that I feel like recording it on. Am I going to consider what day of the week people are going to want to listen it to? Listen to it? No, <laughs> because for one thing, I I only have a very limited audience. Oh, getting back to that earlier, I know there was a point I wanted to make earlier, is that even though I'm thinking, ah eh, shit, this stream of consciousness rambling thing isn't interesting to anybody. Judd Apatow came to mind because I, I talked about this on a previous episode, and I'll mention it again so you don't have to go back and listen. Judd Apatow comes to mind because he said that a turning point in his filmmaking career, and by the way, if you don't know who Judd Apatow is, Google it. 40-year-old virgin, uh, knocked up, among other things, freaks and geeks, okay? He's done some good stuff. He said a turning point in his career was when he had done this scene that he thought was just mundane. It was something autobiographical, uh, semi-autobiographical, and he just thought, hey, it's this kind of throwaway scene, right? And then people would were talking to him later about that, emailing him, talking to him, whatever, and just, oh, my God, I, that, that scene really had an impact on me. I could really relate to that. I just, I loved that scene. And he said it was a turning point in his career because he realized, oh, my God, I'm not the one that decides what other people are going to find interesting, right? I'm not the one that decides what other people are going to find interesting. And now that's resonating with me too. And I haven't gotten to that point yet with this podcast, but in life it's like, oh, you think about that, right? I mean, as a dad, I am a dad. I don't know what things I say are going to resonate with my kids. I don't really set out to say things to my kids that I think are going to resonate with them. But that's not the point. The point is, I don't know. Some things that I say that I might think are really important, it's going to go in one ear and out the other, right? Some other stuff I say to them that I don't even remember that I said to them. They might come back to me years later and go, Dad, hey, remember when I was 10 and you said this? And I'm going to go, no. It's going to happen. Because we all have our own selective memories about stuff. They're going to remember some things about their childhood. And I'm going to remember other things about their childhood. Sometimes those things are going to match up. But for the most part, not. The stuff that they they found interesting or significant... The chances are, I I might not even remember I said it. So that that relates to this. I'm I'm walking around now and I'm (sighs) working working up a breath. I'm breathing hard. Okay, so how that relates to this. I'm not the one to decide what's interesting. So aside from Judd Apatow, I also have... One of the people who has told me that she's been listening to this uh, by post when I post on Facebook, Uh, and and she said she responded to me expressing my doubts about what I'm saying and whether or not it's interesting to anybody, and and she said, you know what, what you're doing is something that I could never do, and I find it really interesting to listen to you. I just it's something that I. I could never do. And that, that made it interesting to her. And then also she f- said it was interesting because she was learning some stuff about me that she didn't know from my, <laughs> from my Facebook post. And this is somebody I don't know in real life. Although that's kind of a funny thing to say, isn't it? <clears throat> we still separate the Internet from real life. But why the separation? The internet is part of real life now. It's real. We interact with people. What difference does it make if I send a thought from my brain to your brain, standing in the same room, or if I send a thought from my brain to your brain over the internet, that thought is still transferred from my brain to your brain. Right? I mean, there's differences because if we're standing in the same room, then we're getting nonverbal cues. You know, we can see each other's faces and all that. So there's differences, but one is not more real than the other. In fact, now that I think about it, I'm not really sure that people use that phrase in real life or IRL that much anymore. And that's good. That's a good thing because you know I've got I've had some I've had a lot of interactions with. People on the internet that I've never met in person, but uh, that I still feel they are significant interactions. And I say I feel because they are significant interactions. These are people that I I know and I've gotten to know over the years, and I've never I've never been in the same room with these people. But we know each other. It's the same thing with the uh, with celebrities. There's plenty of celebrities that have never heard. What we have to say, but we've heard what they have to say. We know them to an extent, right? Even if not, not right. Why am I asking for? Why am I asking for acknowledgement or acceptance on that? It's true. Celebrities, we get to know them to some extent, and 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 and, and even as I'm, I'm hesitating, thinking, yeah, but do we really know them? Because all we're really Hearing is what they're deciding to project through their publicist or, or on a talk show. It's what they've decided to reveal about themselves. But is, that's no different than somebody in person. We all decide what we want to project to people. We, we decide that all the time. We're holding back. We're free and easy, depending on who we're talking to. So those interactions, whether they're, quote, you know, in real life or not in real life, it reminds me of uh, Almost Famous. Oh, man. If you haven't seen the movie Almost Famous, stop. Just stop everything you've ever done and are doing and and watch that movie. Mm. I love that movie. But there's at one point when uh, Penny Lane... Is saying something about in the real world. This would never happen. This or that would never happen in the real world. And 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 the guy says to her. I'm sorry, I'm stammering because I don't remember the character's name as much as I love this movie. William. Anyway, he says to her, "What? Where is this supposed real world? When does this real world start? Where Where is this real world you're talking about?" It's a good question because I mean this is all real. <laughs> it's all real. It doesn't matter if it's in the case of homeless uh, famous. It doesn't matter if it was uh, in a uh, rock and roll environment, a rock environment, concerts, these groupies uh, following people around. <laughs> it doesn't matter if it's that or uh, the internet. It's all real. Okay, case so I've, I've reached an end. I feel like I've reached an end. And that's just fine. I've made my point. Shit, I made my point in the first two minutes. I'm not going to do this unless I want to do it. My goal, if I'm going to have a goal, is to find a way to want to do this. And part of it is uh, to do topics instead of just stream of consciousness rambling. That's part of it. We'll see what happens. I don't want to give up on it too soon. I haven't decided on what day of the week I'm going to do this. Or maybe it's just going to be whenever I fucking feel like it. Because even though the conventional wisdom says, you know, if you want to really... If you want to get a following, if you want to get a following, you need to... Uh, you need to Broadcast on a consistent basis. You need to put out YouTube videos or uh, podcasts on a a consistent basis. Otherwise, uh, you won't get a following. Okay, that may be true. But that's not my goal here. My goal is not to get a following, even though I know I keep twisting, going 180 degrees. On the one hand, I go, I don't want a following. but, But on the other hand, I'm going, if I got a following, would I be pissed? Of course not. I would love to get a following. A following. Wouldn't it be awesome, you know, to talk into the void, as it were, just to be sitting here talking into my iPhone and have thousands of people listening? Yeah, that would be really cool. I just don't want that to be my goal. I don't want that to be the reason I'm doing this. And on the other hand, flip, flip the coin, flip my fucking self, 180 degrees, and I go, you know what, yeah, of course that's what I want. It's just that primary and secondary focus thing, which I mentioned before. And, you know, I, got, I maybe I should quit doing that. Because, of course, at some point during any conversation, of course, I've mentioned it before. Uh, I'm becoming conscious of my breathing. What is it? Oh, that's a good song. What is it? What is it? Epic? Faith No More. Epic. Do you know the song? What is it? What is it? I got so lost in the song, and I forgot what I was going to say. And that's okay. That's really okay. I'm not going to hold it against me. If I told myself I had a beautiful body, would I hold it against me? I do believe, I believe, ladies and gentlemen, I've reached the end of this, whatever this is. You know what, as I look down at the clock ticking, 40 minutes and 14 seconds. Another thought that occurred to me was um, maybe 42 minutes is the answer. I started out by just arbitrarily saying I would do this for an hour. I say arbitrary, but it's not really. There's a lot of podcasts that go for an hour. So I thought, yeah, fuck, I'll do an hour, right? And then a few episodes into it, or I guess on the fourth episode, i i just I just didn't feel like doing an hour, so I didn't. I did a half hour-ish. So I thought, well, maybe I'll do a half hour, I and mean, that's a sitcom, right? But actually, technically, a sitcom is 21, 22 minutes, depending on the decade, 23, 24, 21, 22. There's a lot of uh, shows nowadays that are really, uh, if you watch them without the commercials on Hulu or Netflix or Amazon Prime, <laughs> those are the three that I subscribe to, they're 42 minutes. And as we all know, 42 is the answer to life, the universe, and everything. I may not have have said that exactly right, but I know 42 is the answer, and 42 also is my favorite number that I inherited from my father. So let's, you know what? It's 41 minutes and 35 seconds. Let me cue the music and just say I'm going to do this one 42 minutes because I've said enough. I've said more than enough, don't you think? This is Joe Palin. I've got nothing to say, but it's okay. Until next time, whenever next time is.